This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Joy.org.au You're on Saturday Magazine with Paul and Fiona. We have a fantastic final guest to talk all things Midsummer and MQFF, Cerise Howard, Program Director at MQFF. Welcome to Saturday Magazine. Thanks, Fiona. Hi, Paul. Lovely to be here. Oh, good to have you back. It doesn't seem long ago since we had. It was probably back in November when we were doing the uh, MQFF launch. Yeah, it, it legitimately wasn't long ago. <laughs> uh, but we had a little break, a chance to catch our collective breath. Exactly. And... and uh, gear up for a, a weekend-long mini-festival. I love this. Is this the first time that MQFF has done a mini-festival within uh, Midsummer? Uh, yes and no. Um, the origins of MQFF actually date back, let's see, this year's edition will be the 34th come November, but back in year one, it was part of Midsummer. They oh. were, yeah, they were, they were linked. So this is kind of a return to the womb, you might say. Yeah, back to the future. Yeah, it very much so, or... Yes, yeah, it is. It's um so, but it, as far as I'm aware, there hasn't been a little sort of mini fest like this, a little hot mm. weekender. Um, I know there've been programs within Midsummer in the past, say at Coburg Drive-in in recent mm. years, but um, not like this, where we've we're taken over the capital for a, a glorious Saturday and Sunday, and, and that's this Saturday as oh, in right. today, yeah, today and tomorrow. And tomorrow, listeners, if you have not decided what you're going to be doing this weekend, you need to get on board and. Uh, Visit the uh, the schedule. So, Cerise, tell us what will be what will be playing for the show for the festival. Well, it's a it's a festive mini fest indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, we lean into the midsummer festivity spirit. So there are some encore screenings of hits from this year's festival, and a couple of uh, big recent releases that have been crying out to play in front of a queer and queer aligned and queer allied audience being. Bottoms and Dicks the Musical, and of course we weren't going to resist putting those two. Bottoms on. and Dicks the Musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it's uh, it's slightly in the gutter this little mini festival, but come on, it's uh, it's festive. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Where is that film from? Which one? The Bottoms, bottoms and the Dicks. The bottoms. bottoms. Those two films. <laughs> but they're both American indie films. So Bottoms has had a bit wider a release. It's from director Emma Seligman, uh, her second feature film after Shiva Baby. And it's a, a teen a high school set comedy in which uh, a couple of young, uh, supposedly ugly, untalented gays um, decide that their way to win over the hot cheerleaders that they're crushing on is to set up a fight club for women within the school, which um, <laughs> is, is a, yeah, in the interest of general female empowerment and, and female identifying and oh, fellow travellers, uh, gender diverse people admitted as well. Uh, and, of course, um, hilarity ensues. <laughs> sounds it sounds like a proper midsummer mishmash of naughtiness. It's, it's, it really, uh, look, the, the targets in this film, uh, the satire is sharp. It's not scattershot, but it really does skewer everyone and everything and it is raucous and hilarious and uh we'll go down a tree that's tomorrow night that's how we'll be closing out the mm. festival so tell us about today uh, this one caught my eye um aristotle and dante discover the secrets of the universe yeah great now what on earth is that about well it's uh this is a victorian premiere so we've got uh, a hot new title in this little mini fest as well and this is an adaptation of a quite beloved 
young adult novel. Uh, it's uh, from director H. Alberto, and it's set in uh, early 80s, uh, small town Texas um, in El Paso. And it's uh, it's a coming-of-age story. It's um, uh, informed by a, a, a unique uh, mix of Tex-Mex cultures. Uh, so there's a, a couple of uh, different sort of factors that the two... Uh, boys at the centre of this story have to to struggle against, which is just coming out in a, a you know eighties fairly hostile environment, but also battling cultural expectations. And so there's a whole lot of a norms. universal story we've all encountered. Yeah, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. a different spin on it, uh, and it's a it's a really delightful film, um, and uh, in which uh, you know spoilers, but uh, they discover the secrets of the universe. I mean, it's in the title. Not really a spoiler. Um, and uh, the other one that's caught my eye, which I love is great, Australian shorts. So, um, you know, we've got a, a really good uh, film industry here, particularly in Victoria. I mean, the creative arts here are pretty stunning, mm. particularly from a special effects point of view. Um, what, little, uh, what little gems have we got in this segment? Well, this is what we're opening with this afternoon at 1pm. And it's an encore screening of the films that were up for the Australian uh, Shorts Awards last year. Um, so it's a it's a pick of uh, uh, some of the cream of the crop of mm. the queer film production within Australia, but actually it skews heavily Victorian, which mm. is nice. Uh, mm. Accident more than design. Um, but perhaps that does reflect the powerhouse uh, queer creative spirit of this glorious city and regional areas. Um, and it's, uh, it's it's a strong program. It's a whole lot of different flavors to it. It's uh, not any one thing. There are there are comedies. Mm. There are some. So there's some grit. There's some coming of age. There's some grappling with identity issues. I mean, broadly speaking, it covers a lot of terrain. Um, so seven shorts, uh, award winners amongst them. There's animation, there's live action. That's a whole bunch of stuff. I Did find f- short films so fascinating because when you're immersed in it, for, it it's just the power of that short story is uh, and short format is really incredible because but, you become fully immersed and then before you know it, it's done. And as we know, some fe- some feature films are getting a little long. Huh. Well, I think the whole art of film is, is storytelling. And I think, you know, the less time you have to tell the story, the better you have to be at trying to deliver that message. Um, but can we deviate slightly? Um, oh, yes. And one of the things that MQFF does or has been doing is really trying to bring in some new storytellers and filmmakers. Mm. Um, if anyone was listening now and they think, oh, my God, I love those shorts, and they want to get involved in the next year's programme, which effectively is November this year. That's right. Um, how, can they, how can they get involved and try and get to you a short from a young filmmaker perspective, Cerise? Well, best at the moment is they hold their horses a touch. Um, there's there's a couple of avenues there. There'll be a, a, a call for submissions that uh, opens a little later in the year through the film. So I was getting a bit premature there. A little, but <laughs> equally there's also a pitching uh, forum, a pitch program called Pitch Please uh, that will open, uh, I think, March or April or so. Uh, this will be my first time overseeing this, but it's been running for a few years and it, it offers um, a completion funding for a film that gets to premiere at the opening night of the next festival. Uh, and that uh, will be launched uh, sort of March, April. Um, so that's another avenue if, for people who aren't necessarily even got that film yet, uh, mm. but have a vision and wish to see it out and, and, and then 
land a prestigious well there you go less than two months if you're a budding filmmaker and you want to try and get your film made now is the time to start putting those thoughts together and wait for that announcement to come out in march yeah there then about yeah okay and if you want to get inspired you can visit uh the capital this afternoon and see the shorts and that will really get the creative spirits flowing well that it will and there are shorts tomorrow too tomorrow's program begins with a comedy program of shorts laugh out proud shorts uh, again an encore screening from this year uh, from last year's mqff but there's some great australian content in that program too including the hilarious triple o um about some uh, sexy antics enjoyed by ambos not always appropriately uh, <laughs> quite hilarious that sounds very yeah. dodge now also um female soccer and football is yes. is you know has, has taken off massively and yet one of the films you've got listed actually um was where did the game so w- which one's that well that is bend it like beckham which has come of age, you might say. It's yes. just turned 21. Wow. wow. Yeah, I know. Is it that, that old? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Gosh. And so are we. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, look, it's a glorious film that always had a queerness uh, quite embedded within it. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh, there's been a lot of think pieces published online in recent times about people who sort of came out to themselves and others through seeing a reflection of themselves mm. in that film. Mm. And, of course, since then, the... Uh, the soccer, uh, soccer has just exploded. So the Matilda's mania hit mm-hmm. big time in Australia uh, last year, and I think uh, yeah, now is definitely the time to for folks who have or haven't seen it before to enjoy it. And also, it, it's another like like Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe. It's another coming of age story where there's uh, cultural elements in the mix too, where the mm. the the, um, the struggle to be one's authentic self is mm-hmm. also a struggle against matching or trying to dodge uh, expectations from previous generations from another culture transplanted. It absolutely is worth a revisit, I have to say. It has been 21 years since I've seen it. It's such a charming film. It really is. Yeah. And the last two, Solo and Shy, we've got a quick 30 seconds on each of those. Solo was the closing night film from last year. It's a fabulous uh, character study of a drag queen in Montreal. Uh, glorious film, glorious performances, highly recommended. And Dix the Musical, tonight's closing film, is a completely ludicrous uh, comedy musical um, from A24, sort of the hippest studio operating out of the States. It is completely absurd. Uh, as the title probably indicates, directed by Larry Charles, uh, who has also brought such gems to us on the big screen as Bruno and Borat. And you get the idea that it's going to be Definitely. provocative from that record alone. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. It is daft, to say the least. What a, pa- what a program. It's um, pretty fun. So exciting. Uh, Cerise Howard, Program Director, MQFF. Um, thank you for, for brightening up the last quarter of an hour of Saturday Magazine this morning. Well, my very great pleasure and thank you for having me and a quick shout out to the screening of Shape tomorrow as well at 3.30, another local film about gay male body image. Uh, it's a great film and we will have the director, Roger Ungers, present for a Q&A with guests. I think so. that we've actually had Roger on the show when he yeah. was when he was looking for funding. We that's did. fantastic. Fantastic news. Okay, that's a really good outcome and it's it great is. to see it's that. It's a great film. film and a necessary. Good luck with the festival <laughs> and happy midsummer. And to you, and to you. That's Cerise Thank Howard. Thank you, Cerise. Um, Paul and Fiona here on SatMag. Stay with us. We've got the final wrap coming right up. This is Saturday Magazine. 
The team on Well, Well, Well has been helping our LGBTIQ communities look after their health and well-being for more than 800 episodes. From interviews with world-class clinicians and researchers to deep dives into sexual health, mental health, and so much more, Well, Well, Well offers unvarnished conversation and removes the stigma from health topics that matter to our communities. Tune into Well, Well, Well every Thursday from 9pm or download the podcast on your favourite platform or at joy.org.au slash wellwellwell. Well, Well, Well is proudly sponsored by Thorn Harbour Health. There's no better way to capture the spirit and liveliness of your next event than to organise a Joy Outside broadcast. Bring Australia's most uplifting radio to you as our presenters and tech operators set up a live-to-air broadcast wherever and whenever you want. Bring our diverse listenership directly to your event and align your brand with ours. To find out more about Joy's tech services, head to joy.org.au slash services. A Joy Joy Community Community Service Service message. Australia's one and only Joy. And that's the uh, that's the end of Saturday Magazine for this week. I want to say if you've missed Macca, he will he will be back. He is safe. We haven't locked him up anywhere. Um, but it's been wonderful having you with me today, Fiona. It has um, been really great fun. And thank you for all the work you've done pulling together the most um, amazing program today. Who who have we been speaking with? We had regular guest, but who hasn't been on for a while, Misha Ketchell, the editor of the Conversation, who always has just such great insights and mm. such measured uh, viewpoints as you would expect uh, and the conversation is a fantastic uh, publication we then had Toby Walsh who is uh, has been working in AI for many many years highly uh, highly experienced discussing the government's response or their interim report into AI and whether or not it is doing enough I think the answer is no then uh, we spoke to Emma, Do- Emma Dawson uh, executive director for per capita we talked about the stage three tax cut uh, the benefits of these tax cuts. We also talked about housing and the rental crisis. And well, look, we could really go in and dig deep onto that because uh, I think that's a really we need more houses. concern. We need more houses. Uh, after that, we had Professor Daryl Higgins, Director of ACU Institute of Child Protection Studies and former member of JOY, who talked through his really fascinating recent research on um, uh, how young people identify and how that plays into maltreatment and childhood maltreatment. Fascinating. And how that will actually then uh, hopefully this information can get into the right hands. Uh, Lucianne Totti uh, on fast fashion and how we can reduce our fashion I only footprint. buy five pieces of clothing a year. It's very straightforward, easy to remember. And then at the end, Cerise Howard, Program Director of MQFF, running us through the Midsummer Program of Movies, which is on this weekend uh, for Midsummer at the Capitol in the city. Uh, a big thank you to James on the front desk for your support today. A big thank you to James, our podcaster. Um, a big thank you to Paul, our newsreader. Um, coming up after Paul, word for word, is an encore issue. Uh, today's guest is Daniel Lavery. Daniel is an American author and editor known for co-founding the website Toast. And- Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.